think that this is like why I would advocate for trying to make friends at work because I think you can do better work when you're getting along with the people that you're working with. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name is Femke. And my name is Charlie. Today's episode topic comes by way of a listener and a YouTube viewer of us. Um, She's asked us to talk about friendships at work, which as soon as I read this, I was like, yes, this is going to be a great (laughs) topic to discuss. Uh, And what she was asking is like, how how much should you be friends with your colleagues and how much of your private life should you bring to work? Should you create a split between your work self your and your like, you know, home self, I suppose. And she asked if company culture and, you know, any sort of that plays into it. So I think it's going to be really interesting today to talk about our experience with work friendships and uh, what impacts that has had on our career. We've also got some thoughts from other listeners in a Twitter thread. It's going to be good. But um, to kick things off today, I actually have some exciting news that's not news to you, Femme, but will be to our listeners. <laughs> and that is Design Life has its first ever sponsor. Woo! Now, sponsorship is something we've not actively pursued throughout our many years of podcasting because, I don't know, we just don't want to be reading you random ads for random mattresses, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and products like that uh, every time you tune into an episode. But Webflow reached out to us and they are an amazing company, an amazing tool that both Femker and I use for mm-hmm. our personal websites. We love them. And so we are like happy to talk about them and have them sponsor our show. Um, and as you know, if you've listened before, we've talked about them many times in the past already. Quite a bit. But it's very cool to have them now as a sponsor for the month of September. So thank you, Webflow. If you haven't heard of Webflow before, it's a no-code website building tool that basically gives designers the power of code, but in a visual interface. So you can build out whatever designs you're creating without needing a developer or an engineer to help you, you know, bring them to life. So it is pretty powerful and uh, gives us as designers just this way to take our designs to the next level, you know. Yeah, I've really been enjoying using it. I've I've used it for a couple of years now. I have my my personal website on Webflow and it's actually really fun to kind of like design and build in one tool. I feel like I can kind of go straight into Webflow and start creating. And I'm really looking forward to, I recently got like a little bit of a brand refresh that I think I've Mm -hmm. mentioned before on the show. And so it's actually on my to-do list is to jump back into Webflow and, and redo my whole website. And it's something that I'm, super looking forward to because I think it's such an enjoyable tool to use and I can't wait to get stuck back in there and, and redo my site so yeah I, I super enjoy using the tool and the the point is like it's it's cool that you mentioned designing and building in the same tool because as designers we are already using very complex tools you know right sketch figma like you know the adobe suite like it's they're not easy to use but we like learn them and we come to understand them and we're creating pretty complex stuff with these tools and uh webflow's no different like it's uh it's this great visual software that will actually produce production ready code unlike mm-hmm. just laying something out in figma or sketch you know and something that i'll say i've been very impressed by is its production ready code it's very clean i hate other sorts of you know <laughs> like i'm not going to mention any other names here but sure, there's sure. some other website builders that make some very messy code when you're building so yeah webflow is awesome for that it's used by you know obviously people like us me and femke but also big creative agencies like ideo remotion startups lattice and petal just you know some of the ones who are using it and uh, yeah, gives designers that power to build what they have in their mind. So 
Thanks Webflow for sponsoring. If anyone listening wants to check it out, which we obviously think you should, you can head to webflow.com. And if you want to sign up for an annual plan, then you can get 10% off that actually by using the code DESIGNLIFE. Woohoo, thanks Webflow. All right, let's get into the episode. Friendships at work. Um, what's been your experience with this, Fem? Um, how, what's, what's your approach, I guess, to making friends with your workmates and uh, bringing your private life to work and how much they mix? Yeah, I, being naturally a extroverted type personality, uh, enjoy making friends at work. In fact, it's something that's quite important to me. I, I like to have a sense of belonging. I like to have people I can trust, people that I can talk to about non-work-related things, you know, have little side conversations here and there, maybe hang together outside of work. Um, so for me, I wouldn't say it's something like I actively pursue. I'm not like, oh, I want to make this person my friend. It just kind of, in my experience, has naturally grown into friendships. Um, so yeah, I, I embrace it. I like the balance that it brings to my work life. And yeah, for me, I found it really nice to not only have like friends at work for, for the sake of having friends, but I think it's also been nice to have people that I can turn to internally at the company if I need to vent about mm. something or I want to discuss salaries and get some, you know, advice or opinions. And so it's kind of been nice to have that to turn to in times when I needed it. Yeah, I love that. I think that is really important because we spend so much of our time at work, right? And so much of our time with our workmates. For me, I think it, it maybe increases like my enjoyment of my job and perhaps my loyalty to a company that I'm working at right. when I really enjoy the people who I work with and I can like connect with them on a personal level as well as a professional level. So yeah, I would say it's important to me too, but as an introvert, <laughs> I don't go like purposely trying to make it happen. I always hope it'll happen. Like honestly, if any sort of space I'm in, I'm always hoping I'm going to find someone I connect to because that's one of my favorite things, but it doesn't always happen. Uh, I don't know. It hasn't always happened on a super deep level for me. I've had like, I don't know, I think there's various levels of work friends, you know, there's some where they're like, you know, your favorite people in the company, but when you leave the company, you're probably not going to see them again, or I don't know, you never hang out outside of work. So the friendship doesn't extend past like, you know, the confines of, of the company you both work for. I've had those types of friends a lot in the past, and there's been a few that have, you know, survived me moving on to other jobs and things like that, which is always nice. Yeah, I'm finding, especially now uh, for me, and you know, maybe this is normal for you considering you, you work full-time remote, but for me right now being remote, I'm like leaning on my friendships at work more than ever mm. because we don't have these casual hallway conversations or like bumping into each other in the kitchenette or whatever like we used to. And so it can very, very easily just be like all work talk in the Slack because all of our like banter was in person. And so we haven't really brought that into Slack in the same way that we had in person in the office. So I've actually really been enjoying having a few like little group DMs with some of my friends there and still being able to like create or foster those more like friendship kind of conversations in, in the virtual work environment, I suppose. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. For me, I found that the the friends I've made at ConvertKit 
I perhaps have connected with on a deeper level than any other work friends I've ever made before. And I'm definitely like, there's more people on the ConvertKit team who I know, like no matter what, where they go, where I go, we're going to stay friends. Right. Um, And that's when I think your work friendship just becomes, oh, we're friends who met at work rather than they're a work friend. You know what I mean? The difference there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know what it is about. um, I think it's honestly ConvertKit and the company and the mission, like, it's very aligned to me and my values. And so obviously people who end up working there are also along the same lines. So perhaps it's been easier to connect, but yeah, it is kind of surprising, I guess that it's been fully remote <laughs> and yet right. I've made the deepest connections that I have with any work friends before. Yeah. How do you feel about the, I know some arguments around this are like the work life separation and like being able to separate the two how do you feel about that like do you feel like because you're really close friends with colleagues your work like bleeds out into your personal life when you're hanging out outside of work or yeah what's your kind of thoughts on that I would say it probably does but I'm not mad at it um (laughs) let me explain (laughs) a little like I think I've come to believe that I don't really care to have a separation between work and personal life. Like right. what I do, my work is for better or worse. I think we've talked about this in a previous episode. It's integral to who I am. Um, it's a huge part of me. I love what I do. I do think about it a lot, probably too much. Uh, and probably, you know, being that a lot of my friends are also at the same company means that maybe that gets thought about a little more, but uh, I, I don't see it as a bad thing, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. I find like sometimes I'll be hanging out with, work friends outside of work and like it's hard not to talk about work sometimes yeah in those situations and honestly sometimes it it kind of feels like therapy because we can just like vent privately like outside of work if we need to yeah I don't know I've I've found it fine I do sometimes you know maybe like okay guys have been talking about this for an hour now like let's let's hang out and eat pizza or, or whatever but generally, like, I, I really don't mind. I'm actually very grateful for those friendships outside of work uh, and to kind of have that that little support network, I suppose. You're making me, like, you talking about then, like, hanging out and, um, you know, ending up talking about work. Made me think of this one time myself and a few workmates did a road trip from SF down to uh, Oceanside, which is just before San Diego. That was because our team retreat was happening in Oceanside, but a lot of us found it was cheaper for us to fly into SF. And drive. Yeah, and drive down. And also that sounded like fun. Fun, yeah. So we did it. And I think the whole trip, we maybe had like an hour block where we talked about work, but for the most part, we were just hanging out as friends for the two days, you know? Yeah. Um, We had an evening in the Airbnb midway where we watched Bandersnatch, you know, that Netflix (laughs) find your own adventure thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It was just such a fun trip. And it was with people in the company who perhaps I wouldn't have even thought of as my close friends, you know, some of them that were on this trip. But yeah, it just showed me that we're all great people and uh, you can really connect with them. And um, it doesn't have to be talking about work, you know? Mm -hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where your friendship has maybe gotten in the way in a work situation or something we, we had a tweet from Josh who said that sometimes it can be a challenge recently it meant that somebody felt they couldn't give me valid feedback at work because they liked me too much as a friend curious like if you've come to be in these kind of situations where because of your close friendships it's made something more challenging at work I think I have. I can't think of a specific example to give, but this, I mean, as soon as I saw that tweet from Josh, it definitely felt familiar to me as well, you know. And maybe it's that the relationship you have is where you more like vent to each other and you're there to support each other. It can be harder to give each other tough feedback Mm. because you like, 
you know, to them, you're the person who is in their corner always and like, oh, you know, right. go to bat with them against the boss or like, you know, vent about it together privately. So if they get, you know, critical feedback from you too, then it, you know, could feel like you're sort of breaking that <laughs> agreement that you had as a relationship. I don't know. That's why I think in general, that sort of like venting needs to be kept to a, I don't know, you have to be positive all the time, but let's be careful not to get too overly negative all the time. I've definitely had some work friendships in the past where every time we talked about work, it would be to vent. Um, and we never really had anything positive to say to each other. And uh, honestly, probably part of the fault of the company, not just me and my <laughs> friend, but uh, not wanting to give feedback because they like me too much as a friend is really interesting. And for me, I think it's when your friendship hasn't surpassed the level where you're like proper friends outside of work now. Right. You know? That when you're just work friends who are like, get along great, and you don't want to do anything to rock the boat of that, that's when I think things can get tough, for sure. Have you experienced this? I haven't, but I, I know people who have. Mm -hmm. I had a colleague who was very close friends with the manager. Like, they, they were friends outside of work before they even started at the company. And I think that could be a very tricky dynamic when, like, a really close friend of yours is suddenly your manager. So I know that there's been a few like interesting conversations between the two of them because of that dynamic. Um, but I, I haven't been in, in that kind of situation myself. Yeah, that's interesting. It's funny because um, you're talking about being friends with your manager. I went to Disneyland last year with our CEO <laughs> <laughs> and a few other people, but you know, um, we're definitely like you know, friends also. But I think because we met in more of a work context, you know, and became friends through that, it hasn't been a problem, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we had a few tweets, like, generally, it sounds like people thought that this was great, like, they really appreciate having friends at work. And there was a few comments around, like, from a design context, it's nice to have a certain pair of eyes, like somebody that understands you personally and professionally, if you need feedback on your work or, and, and I agree, I find this really helpful too, as a designer, if I and working on something and like maybe I'm not ready to like bring it to a formal design review but like I just need a pair of eyes to have like a friend at work that I can trust to just sort of send them something quickly get their feedback is is really helpful I super super value that yeah that's um that's huge and I, I think that this is like why I would advocate for trying to make friends at work because I think you can do better work when you're getting along with the people that you're working with, you know? Uh, and this is why, you know, people leave toxic environments because they're not, well, first of all, they could be getting harassed and things like that, but also they're not finding their people there. And so they're not able to do their best work, right? When the people around them aren't on their same wavelength and supporting them, like this is why people leave jobs. And it's really important to have good relationships with teammates for that reason. I think when someone is a good friend too, or perhaps when the precedent is set, it's almost easier to give feedback to them because you have that baseline of trust, right? And knowing each other. And you know that all their feedback is coming from a good place. It's coming from a place of like caring deeply about you and wanting you to succeed. And so receiving tough feedback from them can be a little easier. So it's almost like your friendship has to go past the point that Josh was talking about where you're like on really good terms and, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah, getting on well with each other, but giving feedback is hard because you don't want to like risk ruining that. You have to push past that and get to the point where you can give tough feedback to this person because they are your friend and it makes it easier because of that. 
it's like a, a threshold you have to cross, I suppose. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's hard to, I don't know, I find especially now in, in remote, like maybe you have more experience with this, but I find it really hard to cross that threshold. Like there's a few folks that I have at work that, you know, I would consider casual friend, maybe more acquaintance. Um, and like, I want to be closer friends with them because I, I like them and I would love to collaborate with them on a project. Um, but I'm really struggling to figure out actually how to take that to the next step in our friendship in a, in a remote context. Like, do I just DM them on Slack and be like, how's your day going? Like, you know, it's, I found it a lot easier to have that naturally form in an office context. I'm struggling a little bit with fostering those connections remotely. Yeah. And I think there's, it's almost kind of on the company to set up the precedent for, yeah. for this kind of thing. So like at ConvertKit on our team retreats, we have these, you know, sessions that are all designed for us to get to know each other better and to forge these relationships. And we also, you know, everyone's encouraged to like, oh, you want to get to know someone in the company? Like get on a call with them, have a chat, like count it as mm. part of your work time because it makes your work better when we all know each other better as people, you know? So maybe that's something you could do is be like, hey, would, would you like to catch up, have a virtual coffee, you know, just chat. And um, like you can set the tone for the conversation, asking them about their life, like how they're doing, what they're looking forward to in the future, once they're allowed <laughs> to travel again, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. And if you set the tone that this is not a call to talk about work in particular, we're just going to get to know each other a little bit better. I think that could help. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good tips. I'll think about that. But definitely, yeah, I feel like it comes a lot from the company culture. And maybe this is something to touch on for a little bit too is it sounds like ConvertKit like you have a great culture for this it's all sort of embedded uh, in in how you work I know that there's industries that are definitely not that way right like it's definitely more corporate or um, you know red tape uh, it's very professional very work only not fostering friendships I think I would really struggle in that environment and I I feel a little bit for people who are maybe working in, in that industry and wanting to kind of make these friendships and, and have this more casual friend culture and they're just sort of not able to based on the culture of the company. That, that sounds really, really difficult to me. Yeah, and uh, like I said, that's I think why a lot of people end up leaving jobs like that where they can't form those connections and feel, yeah, feel that support I guess from the people around them for sure but I also don't think you need to be friends with everyone in your whole entire company you that, know yes. or even your whole entire team <laughs> that's true you know there's definitely people even on the marketing team at ConvertKit which is only like nine people who I'm closer to than others you know and I think that just is always going to happen in any sort of group situation maybe just focus on finding one or two people who can be you know your little support group and also, like I said before, especially at a place like that, try not to make your friendship all about complaining to each other, you know, <laughs> like celebrate your successes together, too. Um, and honestly, I'm saying all this because I like this is a mistake I made in the past in in one of my first jobs, well, my first job early in my career, myself and the people who are like my work friends. Really, what we would do is when we'd go out to lunch together, we'd like a lot of the time be spent complaining. Uh, about the work about oh so and so said this or whatever and I just found myself really getting swept up in it and if you know me you know I'm not really a negative person I don't complain all that much yeah yeah and I feel like I can always see the good in everything maybe to a fault sometimes uh, I'm quite the optimist and so but I like I don't know maybe it's the introvert in me that I sort of like morph and adapt to the people around me 
and I just found myself doing that. And, uh, you know, we were probably all bad for each other in that way. And so I guess sharing that uh, feels a little embarrassing, but it's like a, a word of warning to people to make sure that your friendship isn't based on negativity uh, all the time. Yeah. Maybe can you share an example of something positive that's happened to you at work because of work friendships? Oh my gosh. Well, honestly, I feel like the friendships themselves that I've made at Convoca in particular have been huge for me. I think the cool thing about making friends at work is that it does expose you to a bunch of different people who you might not meet in various other parts of your life, you know. Uh, and this is why I think it's important, like as we're talking about friendships, um, I know recently there was a big thread going around of like people judging candidates based on if they could have a beer with them or whatever. And uh, I just want to make it clear that that's not what I'm talking about here at all. I think that a reason to embrace making friends at work is because you're going to find, hopefully, if your company is doing things right, a diverse group of people. So like outside of work, I know very few people like who I'd count as friends who are parents, for example. Most of my parent friends are friends that I met at work. I you know, don't know why that is. It's just what's happened. I think because living in London, there wasn't a lot of, you know, right. people who are parents around my age. I don't know. But yeah, that's been cool to like get to know what it's like to be a parent and, um, you know, hear, hear from hear from the women on my team, what it's like to be a mother and all of that. And the like it's it's given me a newfound respect for especially now during the coronavirus, what they've been going through, you know. Yeah, with, with kids being home and like daycares closed and stuff like that sounds so hard. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, having having them as my friends and being able to talk about the life stuff. I, I feel like through that I've been able to be an ear for them if they've needed it. But also I've like learned a lot as well from that. Yeah, I've really enjoyed being able to get to know their hobbies and mm. learn from them and like find commonalities. One of my work friends is fantastic at making pizza and like I love cooking he loves cooking and so we've really bonded over that he's taught me how to make pizza things like that uh, another another work colleague I found really also enjoyed camping and hiking and so we've gone camping together like you know that's been really nice to find these commonalities outside of work and thus deepen our relationship outside of work too um, so so I really enjoy that part of my work friendships has been really nice yeah, honestly, I think like where else outside of work do you meet friends these days? It's really hard as an adult <laughs> to make friends, don't you think? Oh, yeah. You're talking to someone and I guess you too, who's like moved to new countries and like yep. it's super lonely as an adult, like making mm -hmm. friends in a new country is super hard. Yeah, especially when you're working remotely. Um, yep. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just it's hard to meet people. And so um, work I mean, I just think that you'd be silly not to take advantage of if there's great people on your team of trying to become friends with them, for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One other thing I want to touch on that I think is a benefit to being friends with workmates is I think that it gives an extra layer when you ask, like when you have a request for them or like you need them to work on this project for you or whatever. Like, oh, how do I explain this? It's not like they're going to um, give you special treatment because they're your friend, but also they kind of are. <laughs> you know, like they, they would do the work for everyone, but because they are your friend and they support you and they're in your corner and they want you to succeed with this, it might just be all that little much better, you know, um, if they're doing it as your friend as well. I don't know if I expressed that correctly. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you agree? <laughs> I think I know what you're saying. It's like because you are kind of somewhat invested in each other's success due to your friendship, like you're more willing to help out, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I suppose. 
Yeah, and to like ride off that, I also find that we recognize each other publicly in, in the internal space at least like on, on a wider team or like whatever level more like we're sort of helping like uplift each other and making sure yes. we each get moments to shine and we're kind of each other's cheerleaders you know um and I find that that's really really awesome to have those kind of like internal allies or internal cheerleaders yes I think that's especially important as women in tech you know mm-hmm, to have mm-hmm. people to lift each other up Um, and make sure our voices are heard also for things like we've discussed on this show before to talk about pay and things like that yeah for sure you know have those conversations with your workmates and it feels weird to do that if they're like you know just a stranger you sit next to but if you're friendly with them and if you're even better if you're actual friends yeah you'll be more likely to be able to talk about that sort of thing which is going to help everyone in the end yeah have you ever made friendships with someone at work who like because of their role in the company there is still some divide between what you can and can't can't talk about yes oh my gosh I love that you asked this <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and I only feel comfortable talking about it because it is a friend at Convoke it um <laughs> and you know we're like very open about this sort of thing so our COO Barrett is a, an amazing human and like when he was part of the marketing team, we got really close. He was my manager on the marketing team for a while, but it did really feel like we were like, we were like this trio getting things done together. You know, it felt like we were equals, even though he was my manager, but for sure, since he became COO, it's kind of felt harder to connect on that level, I guess. But every, whenever it happens, it's, it's great. Like, and sometimes we'll have conversations where he'll be like, okay, I'm talking to you as friend Barrett right now, not CEO Barrett, you know? And like, I, I think that's helped to sort of set that tone. And I'll do that too. I'll, I'll be like asking a question and I'm like, and I'm not asking you this as COO. I'm asking you as a friend, you know? Right. Is that kind of what you're asking about, right? Is it kind of like hierarchy can cause those issues? Yeah. But as long as you are both aware of that and you do things to address it, like, you know, like I was saying, then you can, you can get past them for sure. Yeah. I think as long as you both respect them. Yes respect i'm friends with our recruiter on the team and so like she knows things that the rest of us aren't aren't meant to know and and we respect that boundary like she knows everyone's salaries for example right or like she knew when there were big changes coming we were gonna like a project was getting cut and like she knew that our work was getting cut before we did because it hadn't been announced so things like that where like she's kind of a little bit in the loop of of changes and things happening and yeah, I mean, we just respect that there's that boundary. Like, we don't pressure her. She doesn't pressure us. We we might, like, lean into the topic a bit, but then, like, stop when we know that there's, like, okay, like, we can't talk about this any further. So, yeah, I haven't found it to affect our friendship. I think as long as you just both have mutual respect for that boundary, then it's it's okay. Yes, respect is absolutely the key there, you know. And maybe that's an extra layer that I need to add on to what I was saying before about how when you're friends with someone, they might be more likely to like do the what project for you or whatever. All of that has to come from a place of mutual respect. Like you can't find yourself being used by someone just because you're friendly, you know, or anything like that, where you've got, I don't know, maybe you're overloaded, but they're saying, come on, please get this done for me. You're my friend. I really need it. That's really manipulative and that's like a toxic kind of friendship, I would say. You have to have that respect in the mix for friendships to be a benefit at work, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this has been a good conversation. I feel like this is important to talk about this kind of thing alongside the 
you know, I know this wasn't technically design or side project related, but it also kind of is as you're working as a designer. And I think it's important we touch on these kinds of topics too. So yeah. thanks to our lovely listener for sending this question. If anyone else wants to send in a topic suggestion, if there's a thought you've had and like wondered what anyone else thinks about this kind of thing happening as a creative professional in the workplace to do a side projects, design, whatever you want, tweet us. We're at Design Life FM. Yes, and if you want to listen to other episodes, you can look for Design Life FM in your favorite podcasting app, or you can go to our website, designlife.fm. Huge thanks again to Webflow for being our very first podcast sponsor as well. Remember, you can go to webflow.com and use the code DESIGNLIFE to get 10% off an annual plan. Woohoo, thanks, Webflow. Talk to you next week, fam. Bye. Bye. Bye.